in every country. Dreams, you know we can work together and learn what we need to meet the challenge. Traditional skills and modern techniques. Whatever language you speak, you have a world to offer every day. Climb with the ISA. Welcome to the ISA Science of Arboriculture podcast series. This series was developed by the International Society of Arboriculture and is brought to you by the Bartlett Tree Experts, caring for America's trees since 1907. This podcast series offers full-length educational talk by the world's top researchers, educators, and practitioners, helping to keep you up-to-date with developments in the arboriculture industry. My name is Tom Smiley, and I'm at the Bartlett Tree Research Laboratory, bringing you today's talk by Carlos Vondermeden on reforestation efforts in Chihuahua, Mexico. It was originally presented at the 2015 ISA International Conference in Orlando, Florida. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. I'm very happy to be here just to explain to you what, I, what we have done in Mexico for the uh, urban forest through the nursery production and the arboriculture, taking care of the trees to make them long, last forever, for at least for a long time. See, my company was Imperial, Vivero Imperial in English means Imperial Nursery. The original name I, was an idea that I brought from Japan. When 40 years ago, I visited uh, that country for the first time, and I had the opportunity to, to tour around the Imperial Gardens of Japan. So I was so impressed about the Japanese culture and how I, they are devoted for trees and gardens. So I decided to use their name for my company, and that's why it's called Imperial. Okay, 30 years ago in Mexico, but same story of all, most of the Hispanic countries. Nobody cares about most trees. They don't know anything about it. They just try to use fast-growing trees. Why? Because they give shade fast, and uh, that's what the people is looking for, mainly. So the reason is was no... There was no supply of trees in Mexico, a proper trees. I mean, they were mainly cottonwood, some ash trees, ficus, in uh, little containers with a terrible quality, uh, uh, circling roots, for instance. And uh, they no, nobody in those days were producing any single native tree of the country. So. The company started in a, a small city in, in my uh, native state that is called Nuevo Leon. And in the past used to be New Kingdom of Lion during the uh, Spanish uh, the domination. 
And uh, I had the idea because I used to travel a lot to Texas, you know, Texas and North Mexico, mainly Monterey. They, they say that we are very, we get along very easy because we think the same way, we're business people, we, uh, we work hard, we have horrible weather, so we, we, we have to do whatever we, we need in order to make it possible. So uh, close to Monterey, uh, 60 miles from Monterey, there is a small town that used to be the biggest orchard of orange trees in the world. Until 1962, that the big frost killed millions of trees that uh, were producing the most delicious orange juice in, in, uh, for me in the country or maybe in the world. And uh, I started with uh, planting uh, seedlings, oak seedlings, that uh, my wife, Gloria, that she is here with me, and I used to pick up from under the trees because we had the idea why is Texas, they have a very nice, beautiful landscapes and, and we had terrible landscape from all tropical plants that used to, to freeze every five, 10 years. So we started uh, planting 60 acres uh, 30, 32 years ago. And at the moment we have more than 100,000 trees in production in a, in a five acres facilities. We have five different areas where we grow the trees. And uh, the caliper sizes ranges from two inch to 20 inch. Now we have been specialized in, in mature trees. We produce trees that give you shade and, and uh, save you time. And uh, buy, we make the people to buy their time. So our, the weight of our trees goes all the way from two tons to 50 tons. We use uh, huge cranes, and just to show you where we are exactly, this is Texas, this is Nuevo Leon, and we are only at 200 miles, per, excuse me, 120 miles from the border of Laredo. We have a very cross area to, to connect into Texas, but enough to make a lot of uh, business and friends. So that's Nuevo Leon, that's where we are. We are uh, the city is uh, 2,000 feet high, 600 meters elevation, and we are surrounded by beautiful mountains. So our trees. Again, the name Imperial always, always tells you about the best, the majestic. So we have been devoted to grow the best trees in the country like this beautiful tree, uh, live oak trees, that is also a native tree in our area, as well as Texas. And uh, now, after 30 years, we have been using and, and uh, modernizing our techniques to, to be able to, to grow strong and long-lived trees. Urban trees, the main, the main matter for uh, ISA. Urban trees, is the key. Urban trees have been uh, is, uh, de uh, I don't know exactly which, which word to use, but urban trees in Mexico has been 
imported most of them through 120 years of mistakes. Uh, somebody sent the eucalyptus to Mexico, big pest. So in our area, fortunately, eucalyptus uh, frozen every 10 years, so there is no eucalyptus in, in, in Monterrey mainly. It's very, very few of them. So what are we doing? Like this beautiful tree is called Mexican white oak, Quercus polymorpha. Among one of the most beautiful and beloved trees in our country, and even in Texas, they call it Monterey oak. They uh, import it into Texas, acorns from our trees, and start to propagate them in Texas for the Texas landscape. And this white oak is, uh, there are some still in the city, they are 500 years old. So it's a long-lived tree, very adaptable, and it has a very wide uh, area of, uh, uh, of ge geographic area of distribution, all the way from Northeast Mexico down to Guatemala. So uh, we, what we do is uh, uh, grow perfect, beautiful trees, and we use it for cities, uh, industrial projects, uh, industrial parks, corporate offices, and, and homes, of, of course. And, and as, you can, as, as you can see here, uh, our standard is eight feet of clear trunk, 2.5 meters. Why? Because we want the, the cars, the trucks go under, no damage in the trees. So the traffic can pass under the canopy without damaging branches. And of course, with these trees, they are very adaptable. They produce dense shades, as well as a beautiful landscape. Now, the beginning, the, the champion of the imperial. This, this, this tree is only 30 years old. And uh, I, I feel it like part of my family, my life. I, I started this tree, I planted that tree as a one and a half inch caliber, 15 gallon material. It's a pure Virginiana live oak, coastal live oak. So for years, we have been using this tree as a source of acorns to produce our seedlings, to get first class, beautiful trees, big leaves, 100% evergreen. So uh, this is uh, the emblem for the company. Now, the point, what, how can we support this uh, project, this reforestation pro project, uh, program in Chihuahua? That now, now it's called Chihuahua Oak City. Why? This is uh, the municipality of Chihuahua, located in the center of the state of same name. This is latitude, longitude, and one mile high. It's like Denver. We call it mile high, too, as well. So Chihuahua is a semi-desert, and it's located under New Mexico, part of Texas and, and Arizona. Uh, is the largest state of Mexico. What happened? 
in February, five, six, and seven, even the Chihuahua, due to the altitude and latitude combination, we have winters with uh, approximately 120, 150 nights with frost. So that's a lot of dormancy, good for trees, but the temperature drops uh, 25 degrees, uh, 30 degrees, sometimes 20 degrees. And uh, in, before this big contingency, the, uh, the lowest was about 10 degrees Fahrenheit, historically. What happened? This, this February, this uh, uh, cold front, the gigantic proportions, and kill 60,000 trees. Excuse me, I'm getting excited about this because it's part of, of <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, it's like if, uh, the phoenix bird that came from the ashes, you know, Chihuahua was completely destroyed. Uh, uh, you know, we, uh, the city lost 60,000 trees, mature trees, 15, 20, 25 meters high, 15, 20, 50 years old, most of them, as you, as, as you can see, they were most eucalyptus, grevillea, robusta, casuarine, cucifolia, and a lot of palm trees, mainly Washingtonia palms, Ro Washingtonia robusta. Washingtonia filifera resist very well. All the leaves were frozen but came back. Uh, the College of Agrotechnological Science in Chihuahua determined that the trees were frozen all the way down to the ground, so they had to remove it urgently due to the high risk of them falling over the cars and pedestrians. Dispenses of manures cost city close to $2 million. It took two years to do that. 70, there is no arborist, there is no certified arborist in Chihuahua, as far as I know. 70% of the urban trees died, causing increase of level of pollution and temperature nearly by five degrees Fahrenheit. Is, 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 is of course, is exactly what happened. That, that's how the city was looking with eucalyptus full of ice, and that lasts for 72 hours, nonstop. Temperature, minus five degrees Fahrenheit, 20 degrees centigrade below zero. So that's the, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, panorama, the, the landscape of the city, full of snow, uh, freezing, freezing rain more than snow. So of course, pipes, gas pipes, water, uh, all the public services were completely collapsed. After the ice was gone, that's, that's the new picture of the city. All the eucalyptus, no leaves, all completely cooked, frozen to the ground. So the city uh, public services started with some crews and some extra outsourcing help, started to remove closing streets, avenues, in order to to chop it down and start removing before they start to fall. 
Uh, this is what they, why they did. This is not a real practical arboriculture uh, practices, uh, but the emergency was so high, it has no chance to do other things. As you see, most of the trees, half of that 60,000 uh, frozen and dead trees were eucalyptus. Reforestation program. Chihuahua was now called Oxidy. Why? 300 years ago, this is the surroundings of Chihuahua, still in the city of Chihuahua. Now there are developments all around the tree. But you can see the uh, almost bare uh, foothills around the city, semi-desert. And look at that beautiful tree. MRI, Kirkus MRI, native from North Mexico, Texas, Arizona. And it's a beautiful, 300 years old, at least. So no water. Uh, dry creek close by where the roots are getting water once during the rainy season that it uh, is not that long. Uh, Chihuahua, they had an average of uh, about uh, 12 inches of rain per year. That is not much. The uh, climate in the city is very extreme. High heat, low precipitation, and cold winters. So the Urban Tree Management Committee has determined that the oaks, Kirkus species, in different, in different species is ideal for the city urban areas due to resistance, longevity, beauty, and environmental potential. Uh, oaks has been named one of the most ecological trees in the world for everything they the value of the tree, the oxygen, the capacity of, of trap, carbon, and uh, pollution. So oaks has been favorites in Mexico. I am very proud to and happy to, to tell you that we have 350 different species of oaks. All of them evergreens, all around the country. There is only three states with no oaks in the whole country, Yucatan, uh, Tabasco and Quintana Roo. The rest of the country, we have oaks all over the country. Beautiful, different ones. Okay, so I propose the city, they called me. When, uh, before that contingency, I had already 25 years planting oak trees for private people, not for the government in Chihuahua. But of course, they start to look at it and say, why these trees? didn't suffer, had no damages. No one single tree died. No one single leaf of oak was burned. Even the live oak trees, they were full of leaves when, with the, in February, and they were full of ice, just like the picture you saw. And, and everything was completely safe and happy. So they started to say, why, what is that tree? Oh, oh, but they said it's an oak. Oh, they call it evergreen oak. Ah. Who brought it? I say, oh, a guy from Monterrey, Mexico. His name is Carlos. Call him. And then the mayor called me. Not this mayor. The mayor before the one that took the contingency in his hands. And he had no time to do anything, only to remove the trees. So Javier Garfio is actual uh, mayor of Chihuahua. 
Garfield means hook. Like Captain Hook, okay, same, same word. He's an it's a incredible guy. Uh, for me, with 30 years of working with uh, people, what I can tell you is there is no way to do a project any size if you don't convince the top of the people. The mayors, governors, or the president of the companies, the rest of the guys, for them, they have no idea what are you talking about, they don't care, and they don't have money for that. So this guy called me, uh, Javier, say, Carlos, I want you to bring the city back with your trees. I know that you are the, the best in the country, and, uh, and I trust you, it's my political situation, I don't know much, I love oaks because I have a, a ranch in Chihuahua with oaks, and I know what they, they mean, but I, I can tell you more about that. So we started to talk and talk when he was already mayor-elect before took took office. And then the day he took office, we went to start planting the trees. Uh, by now, we have 1,500 trees planted. You want to see how they look? And this is Mr. Garfio on the left with the shovel. And, the, uh, and the, uh, the other guy on top is the governor of state, Mr. Cesar Duarte. He's still in office for one more year, as well as uh, Javier. This is the first tree. As you can see here, this is Chihuahua, Ciudad del Encino. Building the future. I didn't do that. It was uh, Mr. Garfio's idea, his people. And you know it was very, very uh, a lot of emotion that day because that former avenue Ortiz Mena is uh, one of the most important ones. Uh, that's the beginning with that uh, uh, that guy on, on the horse. This is exactly the uh, what we do on the right inside and what other people does killing the trees in the parking lots. Typical, you know, the size of the area. This is a Home Depot store in, in, in Mexico. They have more than 100. They don't care. I mean, they have 30 live oak trees planted. There are 25 dead. On the right inside, Ortiz Mena Boulevard, 350 trees in five kilometers. All matching trees, all live oaks, Look at the size of the area of, of plant of plantation. And we put, as you saw in the other picture with the governor, the seven cu cubic meters of topsoil per tree. 1,000 trees, 7,000 square meters of dirt. Uh, farm, farm dirt. So beautiful. Th this picture was taken only six months after planting. I mean, the trees didn't stress. We are planting even 105 degrees uh, temperatures. We don't stop because we have no time. On the left inside is the Monterrey football stadium just opened last week. As you can see, there are live oaks again, but terrible planting, full of uh, dervish. 
uh, and, and uh, they didn't clean the area, very limited area. This is not going to work properly and have a lot of problems. Okay, this is all the area that we are covering in this city because all the city was completely clean from trees. Uh, and this is the first 1,200 oaks we planted is in that areas. Uh, that's Bolivar Antonio Ortiz Mena, 4.5 kilometers, 310 evergreen live oak trees. This, is, this little tree was one of the only remaining from the frost because it was an oak tree. That, that's, why, that's why it's still there, this one. But you see all the holes? Now is how it looked like, the same, this, the same line. Uh, when I talk to the mayor, say, I'm in charge, you're gonna do whatever I want. I wanna give you all the technical information because we want to succeed together. So they, they support me and we did it, incredible job. Look at the trees, how they look like. Uh, that's, that's another view before the trees, now with the trees. This is another avenue called Avenida Tecnológico, Monterrey, well, Tech, what is Monterrey Tech actually? Two kilometers, 98 trees. This is a red oak tree, Chumari oak. Look at the height of the tree, that's perfect trees. And they have dirt on top because they're gonna rise the, the concrete. That's why we, we left it at that size. Now it's done. See, again, the same avenue before full of eucalyptus, they, they are here. Some of the uh, Washingtonians remaining from the frost, uh, they came back, uh, there, the one on the, on the right is the hybrid. Uh, we call it uh, uh, Robbie Field, Robusta filifera, and the other one is Robusta uh, filifera, that's why it's perfect. So that's another view of the avenue. 6.4 kilometers, 424 trees. And this is another uh, uh, another street that is in, in, in process. Is that the way we do with the dirt and cleaning the area and planting the trees? Oh, some some rain once in a while. That's that's a picture was taken uh, last week. See how the trees are looking. Uh, uh, one year after we installed and they are doing very very well. Uh, thanks for your time, and I hope you you like my presentation because what I'm doing for my country is is uh, is very important to me because after many years of having abandoned the urban uh, parks and avenue and 30, 32 years of hard work, finally uh, we. We are changing the mentality, and one day we will have a, a beautiful and, and well-shaded con, uh, country. Thank you. This concludes Carlos Vondermeden's talk on reforestation efforts in Chihuahua, Mexico. To learn more, you can get additional information at the ISA web store, including the book Plant Healthcare for Woody Ornamentals and the guide for plant appraisal. If you would like to receive CEUs for listening to this lecture, 
visit the ISA online store and select online quizzes. Thank you for listening to this episode, which was brought to you by the Bartlett Tree Experts, caring for America's trees since 1907. Remember to subscribe to this podcast series and join us next time for another episode of Science of Arboriculture. Trees in every country, trees you know we can. Work together and learn what we need to meet the challenge. Traditional skills and modern techniques. Whatever language you speak, you have a world to offer every day. Climb with the ISA.